0: It is easy to be thankful when things are easy, but is it possible to be thankful in difficult days? The Old Testament prophet Daniel lived in a dark time in Israel's history, far away from home in wicked Babylon. And yet, this faithful man exemplifies a life of gratitude from beginning to end. Scott Pauley takes us to Daniel today to learn more about being thankful in difficult days.
1: Do you have a thanksgiving list? I mean by that, do you have a list of things for which you regularly are giving God praise and glory? And are you adding to it? Are you looking for things always that the Lord has done in your life for which you should give him thanks. We're looking at the the thanksgiving of Daniel this week. We're looking at the life of praise of this man who lived in a very difficult place during a very difficult season for the people of God. And in Daniel chapter 2, he's dealing with a very difficult circumstance. I mean, this is a man who is under threat of death, and yet he knows how to get a hold of heaven, and as he prays, his prayer leads him to praise. Daniel chapter number 2, verse number 19 says, Then was the secret revealed unto Daniel in a night vision. Remember, he was looking for an answer from God on what Nebuchadnezzar's dream meant. And it came in a night vision. May I just say to you that sometimes the greatest light comes in the night. That Very often God's answers come in the darkest moments when no one is around, when it's just you and the Lord and all you can do is cry out to Him. The Bible says, then Daniel blessed the God of heaven. We've talked about him blessing God in Babylon, but I want to go a step beyond that thought today and notice his list because Daniel has a thanksgiving list. We started it in the last study, verse 20. Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever, for wisdom and might are his. So he thanks him for his name. His name is good. His name is good. Uh, the Lord's name is His authority, it is His character, His nature, and we give praise to the holy name of our great God forever and ever. He thanks Him for wisdom and might. Do you see here His omniscience and omnipotence? On one hand, He knows everything, and on the other hand, He can do everything. Uh, very often, as, as finite humans, we may know something but be powerless to do anything about it, or We may have resources at our disposal but not know what to do. The Lord is never in that quandary, never in that dilemma at all because wisdom and might are His. And then, beginning in verse 21 and verse 22, He goes on to continue this thanksgiving list. Notice, first of all, He thanks God for what He does in the world. The Bible says, "...He changeth the times and the seasons. He removeth kings, and He setteth up kings." So when we talk about the world, there are really two aspects of this. First of all, what He does in the world of nature. The Bible says He changes the times and the seasons. Recently, in the the fall, the autumn of the year, the colors of the trees, so beautiful this year. But as they began to fall, it reminded me, like sand falling in an hourglass, that when seasons change, it's a reminder that time is passing, that time is moving on. Well, who changes these seasons? Read Ecclesiastes. To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. And then, in the very same passage, God makes everything beautiful in His time. He is the God who changes the times and the seasons. All of the seasons are in His hand. And what is true naturally is true spiritually. What is, what is true in the world around you is also true in the circumstances of your life today. Maybe you're in a, a difficult season of life. Well, I want you to know God is the God who brought you into this season, and God is the God who who will change the season in His time. We give Him thanks because of what He does in the world. And then not only the world of nature, but then He goes beyond that to the world of government. Oh, this is, this is resonating with us right now, isn't it? The Bible says He removeth kings, and He setteth up kings. So it is God who removes leaders, and it is God who sets up leaders. You know, men get pretty full of themselves, and we all have this tendency to think it is by our, our ability or our knowledge. Or No, it is our great God. Uh, Read the historical books of the Old Testament again. See how God sets up kings and removes kings. Uh, Psalm 75, verse number 7 says, God is the judge. He putteth down one and setteth up another. I'm not sure what that does for you, but that increases my faith and it gives me a place of rest that no matter who is in charge, so to speak, God is on the throne. I give Him thanks first because of what He does in the world. And then he goes on in verse number 21 to say, He giveth wisdom unto the wise and knowledge to them that know understanding. So he's thanking God now not for what he does in the world, but for what God does in his own people. This gets very personal now. Uh, We might look at the world around us and say, Yes, I see God's hand here. We might uh, look at things going on governmentally and the, the movement of nations and prophecies coming true, and say, so, yes, I see God's hand in this. But can you see God's hand in your own life? Can you see God's hand guiding you and leading you at this moment? What does He do? The Bible says He gives wisdom. James 1.5 says, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. That giveth to give it all men liberally, and abradeth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. Do you need wisdom today, my friend? Then go to the God of all wisdom and claim James 1.5. Uh, Take Daniel chapter 2 verse number 21 and say, Lord, you give wisdom unto the wise. The idea here is if a person is wise, they got their wisdom from the Lord. None of us are wise on our own because we're all sinners and sin at its very root is ignorance. And so if there's any wisdom, it must come from the God of all wisdom. Then it says he not only gives wisdom to the wise, he gives knowledge to them that know understanding. In other words, to those who will discern what the Lord is doing, to those who will be in tune with God, We'll have that spirit of understanding. God says, I'll teach you. I'll give you more knowledge. Uh, would Would you ask the Lord today to help you be such a person? And would you give God thanks that in confusing times, these are perplexing days, aren't they? And there are lots of questions and there's lots of conflict and there's lots of fighting going on among people. But in these days, God will give His people wisdom and God will give His people knowledge. He goes on in verse 22 to say, He revealeth the deep and secret things. So He reveals things that others may not understand. Now we understand in Daniel's context here, he is literally doing that. He's revealing uh, what Nebuchadnezzar's dream meant. And in Scripture, in prophecy, what are we reading? We're reading God's revelation of Himself. God's not giving any more Scripture. But I will say to you that God is the God who gives understanding, who pulls the veil back, who pulls the curtain aside, who reveals things to us in His Word and by His Spirit And so we can give him thanks that not only is he working in this world, but praise his holy name, he's working in us. And then thirdly, he gives him thanks not only for what he does in the world and what he does in his people, but then what he does in dark days. At the end of verse 22 says this, he knoweth. Let me just stop right there and say that helps me. What does he know? Yes. (laughs) The answer is yes. All of the above. There's nothing God doesn't know. He knoweth. You say, oh, nobody knows what I'm going through. He knows. Yes, He does. He knows. Uh, Casting all your care upon Him, for He careth for you. He knows. And then the Bible says, He knoweth what is in the darkness, and the light dwelleth with Him. Even the things done in darkness, God knows. Uh, Some debate over what this expression means. Does it mean uh, that He knows what wicked men do in the shadows and the dark places? Or does it mean that in the dark seasons of our life He knows what we're going through? I say, what difference does it make? It's all of the above. God sees everything. He knows everyone. So whatever's going on in the darkness, God knows about it. He's aware. He's not surprised. And then the Bible says, the light dwelleth with Him. Why? Because God is light, and in Him is no darkness at all. Remember, He's the Father of lights. So the same God who knows what's in the darkness brings light into our darkness. Aren't you glad for that, that in dark days... The God of light is still at work in us. I want to challenge you today to make your thanksgiving list. You may just start by adopting Daniel's today. Let's give him thanks for what he does in the world, what he does in his people, and what he does in the darkest days. If you'll learn this truth about our great God, you can give him thanks at the most difficult seasons in life.
0: Thank you for joining us for this study of God's Word. We hope you will set aside some time today to give God thanks and plan to join us again next time on Enjoying the Journey. You may visit scottpauley.org for additional helpful articles, resources for living the Christian life, and a full archive of all of the broadcast episodes. May God bless you and make you a blessing today.